Yo, welcome to the Meet and Three Leadership Podcast. If it's your first time to the table, welcome, welcome. Glad that you decided to join us. Pull up a seat, make yourself at home. Hope you grab a plate and utensils and gotten real comfortable because you are about to have a good, good experience with the Meet and Three Leadership Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Brian Be Nice Narciss, and I've realized. 14 episodes in that I very rarely introduce myself. And I guess I should probably do a better job with that. But hey, you live and you learn just through experience. So um, we're going to get right into this uh, new episode. Um, I'm going to frame it up like this. I, I'm still trying to rack my brain, but I'm pretty sure that this next guest um, I've known longer than any other guest that I've um met with and talked with. Um, this guy knew me when I was in middle school. Um, he was actually one of my coaches and he's been a great guy. Uh, I've had the pleasure of not only playing on his teams um, on numerous occasions, but now uh, working alongside him uh, in sports ministry. He works in a different sports ministry, but we've done a lot of stuff together. And I'm very excited to be able to share our conversation, just our time of just diving deep into what it looks like to be a leader, uh, a servant, um, and just to be able to, you know, to put others first, you know, the posture that he has is somebody I've looked up to um, for years and just kind of how he carries himself. And I'm, like I said, I was honored to be able to share a little bit of time with him, uh, break bread with him, if you will. Um, but I would definitely like to introduce everybody um, that is at the table to my good buddy, Curtis Wheeler. Um, so by all means, please take notes. You're going to get a lot of insight from what Kurt has to share. And like I said, um, there's a lot, there's a lot to be able to glean from what he has been able to experience, not only as a coach, um, but just as a person in, in general. So without much further ado, please welcome to the table, Curtis Wheeler. Curtis Wheeler, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Doing well, doing well. Be nice. Thanks for having me. I don't (laughs) know if everybody knows that's your nickname, but be nice. Yep, yep. A handful of people already have already uh, addressed me as that on the podcast. Good stuff. um, You're not not the first. You most definitely will not be the last. I believe that. It's all good. Um, Man, I really appreciate you making time to do this. Obviously, uh, we have cross paths in numerous occasions you know i think well actually no i'll just go ahead and ask you do you remember the first time when we met um even if it's not exact memory but you know maybe some early memories of us connecting uh back in north augusta together (laughs) i don't know if i remember the exact day and time but first let me say thank you for having me it's a pleasure and i'm honored you know Mm-hmm. I appreciate listening to your podcast and everything else you're doing that you create, mm-hmm. you know, music-wise, social media-wise. So just honored to be here. Mm-hmm. But I, I just remember, you know, we had a small group of kids from North Augusta, 12 and under kids. I think we were called the Hoopsters. They needed a coach. I was young, eager to coach kids. You, Ryan Norris, Darrell Curry, uh, Brandon Curry. Mm-hmm. Ronald Sims, yeah. like we had a n- nice little fun bunch, you know, mm-hmm. we would practice and uh, I was just learning my way as a young coach in North Augusta and I was real passionate about helping kids and coaching kids and 
helping build the future for North Augusta because, you know, we had a lot of pride in the program down there. Absolutely. We felt like you were a very special talent and person, and, you know, we just always knew you'd do something special in life and with basketball and the other guys as well that you you guys had a good group and a great bond. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that was what maybe. I don't even know. Yeah, I was gonna say if it's twelve years ago, so that's two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, because like I was uh, I was teaching, so I was uh, fresh out of college. Fresh man. out of college, I was twenty <laughs> twenty one years old coaching you guys. Woo! Yeah. Man, man, we've come a long way since. Come a long way. So, all right. So, for anybody who has not had the pleasure of meeting you, how would you introduce yourself? Uh I would just say, first, a believer in Christ. Um, a fan of young people, mm. a sports fan, pit bull lover, and um, pit bull like the dog or like, pit bull like, like, like the, the dog, artist. Like the dog, best breed ever. Sorry. <laughs> just want to be very clear American about this. American pit bull terrier is the best breed there is. But okay. those, those are the things: a believer in Christ, yeah, a believer in young people. Yeah. Um, just always encouraging young people to seek the truth for themselves, read, mm-hmm. research, you know, mm-hmm. try things. Yeah. Um, but that that was it. Just uh, everything I try to do, I try to represent life. Mm-hmm. So let's let's take it back. Let's take it back to um, young Kurt getting into coaching. You know, obviously knowing what you know now, um, if you could give yourself one piece of advice, um, knowing what you know now when you started, um, what are some things that might come to mind? You know, that you do differently now. Obviously, life progresses and it just matures you you know on a personal level or just in coaching you can take it wherever you want to take it It, it's that's a great question because a lot of people think i i love basketball Mm -hmm. and i really don't i like it yeah i used to love it as a kid and you know but once i got out of high school i guess i fell out of love with it um, but I love helping young people, and mm-hmm. they love basketball. So that's the connection. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I would probably say, if I could go back, um, I would maybe take a chance to coach college because when I was younger, I was in love with coaching and teaching mm-hmm. the game. And uh, maybe I would go to school, maybe like Clemson or South Carolina, mm-hmm. work with the basketball team and really try to be that next young up-and-coming coach. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on a personal level, that that would be it. Um, as far as what I've done with others, uh, we've had some talented kids that I've been involved with their lives and being young and dumb, naive, not really knowing, finding my way, and they're trusting in me. You know, I always put their best interest first, mm-hmm. but not, not really knowing. Now I've got a lot of knowledge, and I'm still learning to this day. But if I could go back, there are different situations I could handle differently on helping kids get recruited and mm-hmm. maybe holding them accountable in different types of ways. Um, because we usually do things the way we were taught. Yep. So we may coach the way we were coached or teach the way we were teach or mm-hmm. love the way we were loved. Or if we're parents, parent the way we were parent. You learn what to do and not to do. Yeah. And um, like I said, we, I haven't had any like terrible moments, mm-hmm. but they're just certain players that I felt like maybe I could have helped them achieve more on a personal level and a playing level athletic level yeah Uh, i mean obviously i I know you're not one to boast of a resume of people who you've had a chance to impact and um i've always admired that about you obviously you know you 
you have a lot of influence, especially within the state of South Carolina when it comes to basketball. But like I said, you're not somebody who flaunts it. But um, I guess kind of taking that um, that thought or that that idea, you know, what is it about um, influence? Because you recognize that you're getting some of the better players um, within the state of South Carolina to come play for Upward Stars um, or whatever, you know, program you've coached in the past. Um, what is it about? Um, your programs that you would hope that people would see different than another program that somebody would be a part of? Well, the first thing is I hope they see that it's not about myself or any of our coaches or one single player. It's about the whole organization, whether it's Upper Stars Southeast, Upper Stars Upstate, Upper Stars, Columbia, Riverfront, Rock Hill, York County, Charleston, all the different places we have. We try to um, inspire people to be good people, good teammates, leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually picked this up from you. When kids come to us, we, we need to help them become better leaders so when they go back to their high school teams, families, that they can lead better. Mm-hmm. You know, because people look at them regardless if they want to be or not, they're leaders. Right. So they have tremendous influence. So I would just say that it's about the program, mm-hmm. like first and foremost. That I want people to stand out and say they're different, they dress different, they talk different, they play differently, um, they coach differently. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not me, it's we. Yeah. So that that's the difference that I would say. Yeah. How do you um, set that tone, you know, not only with the players that you bring in but even the coaches that you bring in you know because obviously again when people could see you know the people who you know you're attracting to these programs and be like oh man i'd love to be a part of that you know but like how do you discern whether somebody's a good fit if somebody's you know the best person to have um impacting um these leaders well first and foremost you know the way i vet it out is we're a faith-based organization, Christian-based. Mm-hmm. So you have to be a believer in Christ. You have to be, you know, you have given your life to Christ. And then people will say, well, we're not supposed to judge. But I really have to, like, kind of see how you coach, how you live your life, get to know you. So then I have to make a decision and mm-hmm. I'll pray about it. And is this person a right fit? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of guys that I'm friends with, I'm cool with. They're great coaches. They may not be the right fit. First and foremost, because of that reason, mm-hmm. you know, whether the way they live their lives or what they believe and this, you know, it's not personal, but this isn't for everybody. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is talking to people, getting to know them. If you just listen, mm-hmm. they'll tell you who they really are. Absolutely. So, like, again, I'm a big we person over me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want any credit. I, even when I send emails, you know, we're sponsored by Adidas, I never say I sent this order in for me. I'll say, you know, I submitted our order. Mm-hmm. You know, I try to say, like, if I'm talking about a kid or one of our teams, I don't say my team, my player. I try mm-hmm. to say it's ours, Yeah. you know, because if I'm not thinking that way, how can I expect somebody else? How can I talk to somebody else about being self selfless? So I just try to train myself to use certain words yeah. and uh, think a certain way. And I, I try to be a servant leader. So I just look for people who 
are willing to do whatever that mm-hmm. want that want to serve young people first and foremost, and then want to serve the program. Um, everybody can get selfish at times. That doesn't make mm-hmm. us a bad person. I know we're taught like don't be selfish, don't be greedy, but sometimes you have to be, and that's fine. But just look for selfless people first. You know, secondly, after the faith aspect, mm-hmm. and um, just. Uh, if somebody's lazy like how much drive how much ambition they have that's Mm -hmm. the third thing like do I have to tell you to do everything you know I know growing up my father would get upset with me maybe my brother some but if something was on the floor we didn't pick it up like we didn't see it like why does he have to tell us to pick it up the trash cans at the on the street why didn't you take it back like why do I have to tell you so the same thing if I have to tell somebody everything to do Mm -hmm. then that's not a good fit either so faith is first First and foremost, second is, are you selfless? Third thing would be like how ambitious you are. Yeah. How much drive do you have? That's good. I think you 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 hinted a little bit about uh, where I was going next, but who are some of the influences uh, in your life who have kind of shaped uh, the way you see you know that approach to faith and selflessness and ambition? Who are some people who have influenced you along the way? Uh, my parents first. My dad, especially, um, you know, he's my, I guess he's my superhero. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a great father. You know, he made a comment one time that maybe he's pushed sports on me and my brother too much and not, you know, faith. But mm-hmm. we believe what we believe because of him. Like, mm-hmm. we attended all church services. We had Bible studies. We had Bible cartoons, mm-hmm. cassettes, <laughs> gospel CDs, albums, everything. Like, you know, he was the reason. Like, you know, I know a lot of people, the mom drives that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the case in my household. My mom did play her part, Mm -hmm. you know, on certain things. And she's a big influence, too. But uh, from a faith standpoint, both of them, my grandmother, um, and I'm not, I don't have any biological children, but just seeing how they parented us, you know, Mm -hmm. I learned a lot on how to deal with young people, how to mm-hmm. be patient, when to be hard, when to ease up, um, just loving on kids. And, you know, my dad was, he coached me in everything. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> me and my brother, he worked and then he coaches. Whether yeah. he was in the Army or working 12 hours. Yeah. And uh, that's just, that's, you know, moms get a lot of credit on social media when it comes to Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. But the real MVPs are dads who are true fathers that are involved and teach kids the ropes and give them that foundation um and he's number one you know outside of obviously god but um on earth my dad is he's 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 the one um on the coaching aspect he's he's there as well he kind of gave me the foundation on just how to play and i think that's where i kind of get uh my intensity mean streak from at times <laughs> when I do fuss because he yeah. was real especially when we were younger he was tough he was a tough coach now yeah so uh <laughs> but he was good coach he taught us the game and uh um, but Keith Arrington yep Keith Arrington once I was a young coach he allowed me to help him and I learned a lot he opened my mind up to the game and so many other aspects mm-hmm. of just teaching the game a certain way and you got to get out of a bubble and go out and play certain competition there's I never knew what five-star camp was. I would see guys mm. wear the T-shirt down at the Peach Jam, and he would take kids to five-star camp, and he really showed me how you build a program and 
it was about the kids and he his goal was everybody needed to go to school mm-hmm. you know the way he played the way he treated people the, the way he treated the kids um you know he's a he's a team guy he's not mm-hmm. a me guy oh, yeah. so i mean you knew him oh yeah well and i know you wanted to play for him at one time but mm-hmm. things happened and you still had a, a great high school coach and mm-hmm. career and so um and then my high school coach coach Mackey, on mm-hmm. a sports level you know he kind of gave me it was i, I should have went to him second but my dad gave me the foundation coach Mackey kind of taught me a little bit more on how to think the game and then coach errington just broaden that and mm-hmm. you know it's a whole new world out there so to speak yeah um and then on the faith side just my dad really you know my parents and then as i've gotten older just trying to align myself with certain friends in my life mm-hmm. that you know are strong believers strong christian men so it's cool it's cool how do you um you know take you know it definitely sounds like you've had a lot of influences um that have you know provided some depth um into um, cultivating who you are why you do what you do how you do what you do and different things like that um realizing that you know not everybody grew up in the same household that you grew up in same environment that you grew up in you know the some people don't have that drive that ambition um but they have talent um how do you whether it's an athlete, a fellow coach, or just somebody who you just are able to just have a conversation with. Um, what are some ways that you, I guess, impart knowledge or wisdom to somebody who hasn't gotten it yet? You know, how do you plant seeds? They've been working on my approach. It's talking yeah. about their approach. And uh, people... You know, they want to know certain things. Mm -hmm. Can I trust you? Yeah. Do you care about me? Mm -hmm. And then can you help me? So first, can can I trust you? What's he really want? Yeah. You know, what's his angle? Right. Okay, no, he's cool. I like him. He means well. But does he care about me? Or does, you know, what does he know about me? And then can he help me? Mm-hmm. So those are the three questions that I always ask myself. You know, do they trust me? Do I care about them? Mm-hmm. And can I help them? So I, I ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And I used, you know, people, we always want to say, well, what you need to do. So I had to slow down with that and say what you should think about mm-hmm. or what you should consider. Right. I try to let them do the thinking. And that's how I plant seeds. And I always try to come back to scripture mm-hmm. on it just depending on the situation um you know one of my favorite restaurants i met a young lady there and uh, her relationship at the time wasn't going so well mm-hmm. and you know and based on what i believe it was wrong mm-hmm. but i can come at her that way so i would just plant seeds i go in there quite often and i'd always ask how's this going i say y'all get back together I said, but what you should consider is X, Y, Z. I gave her a book, daily bread book that I try to read. Mm-hmm. I said, look, this will take you five minutes a day. Read this a little bit. It may help your situation, you know, mm-hmm. and just took it that route. Because if I, like you bitching, everybody doesn't grow up the way I grew up or in the house. Yeah. If I try to cast judgment, mm-hmm. then she won't listen to anything. But after getting to know her, 
she could trust me a little bit. Mm-hmm. She thinks I care about her, I guess. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't ask. The, I don't ask the question. And then, oh, he can help me. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the book's for. You know, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist, but or even a marriage counselor or whatever sure. relationship guru. Yeah. But at that time, for me, it was more so about this is broken. Mm-hmm. Um, can I do anything about it? And the one thing that I felt like she needed to hear was some encouragement and some scripture. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't just come out and say, oh, you shouldn't be living that way or this or that or other. It's not my place. Now, maybe if she was a friend, you know, sometimes as a friend, you have to yeah, say some things that Absolutely. you would say to other people. Right. But that's, that's my approach. I try to listen. I try mm-hmm. to ask questions. And then, you know, again, it goes back to the three questions that people ask of us, you mm-hmm. know. Can I trust you? Mm-hmm. Can you help me? And I can't even think right now. Um, Whatever. Like, yeah, I just drew a blank. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I think, um, I mean, it definitely sounds like in every situation you're continuing to learn, you're continuing to grow and develop, you know, like, um, you know, how you are engaging with people, you know, it seems to like I said, mature as time goes right, on. And right. That's even beyond the court. Um, I want to bring it back to the court for kind of the, the last little bit, though. No um, if, you know, I asked you if you could speak to your old coaching self, you know, when you first started, what would you share? Um, I'm sure you could probably pinpoint like different lessons and things like that that you've learned over the years but let's let's go recent you know you just recently completed a travel ball season the spring and summer um what are some two or three things maybe um that you personally learned um through this past year's experience like obviously every group's different, you know, every situation, teams you play, where you go, what you do, how you do, you know, what are some things that you personally learned? Um, you know, everybody says trust the process, the process. Mm-hmm. What is the process? So I always try to reflect after every game, after every trip, every season, spring, summer. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, you know, what, how can we be better? Mm-hmm. Like what, how can I be better? Because that's mm-hmm. the question. And I, I felt like some things were skipped in the process. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by things, um, small details mm-hmm. that if you don't do, you won't be good in the long term. So simple math, you got to know the basics. Addition, subtraction, then you get to multiplication, mm-hmm. division, loan division, and so forth. So with our teams, I felt like there were some small details that I, as a leader, as a head coach, may have skipped over or bypassed. Mm. And, well, maybe that's why we didn't do this. Or maybe that's why we didn't win this game. Or maybe mm-hmm. that's why this kid didn't reach his potential like we thought he would. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing. So making sure you don't skip steps in the process, which are the small details, mm-hmm. attention to detail. That's why the Patriots are so good. That's why Alabama's so good. That's why Clemson's become good. On top of having good players... Yeah. The small details, mm-hmm. structure, um, 
So not so much the structure for us. It was just yeah. some small details that may have been overlooked or right. um, you say, oh, well, we can't do that today. We got to move that time wise. Second thing is. I encourage kids to be leaders. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking. What's that mean? If I'm 17, 16 years old, mm-hmm. be a leader, be a leader. What's that mean? Yeah. So instead of just saying be a leader, that's okay to say be a leader or be a better leader. Mm-hmm. But then I have to show them. Yeah. And guide them. Absolutely. Navigate them. Yeah, that's huge. You know, and each kid's different. So you may have them read something. You may have them listen to a video. Mm-hmm. You may spend some time mm-hmm. and show them this is what I mean. Right. Like, by me doing this, this is what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just saying, lead, lead, lead. You know, that. Okay, coach. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know what exactly. And like I said, you know, people have been led differently, so they may feel like they are leading based on what they perceive to be leadership to be. Correct. Correct. So, so a lot of kids think leadership is a lot of coaches mm-hmm. just in your face fussing. Oh, do better. Mm-hmm. There's a time for that, I'm sure, but you know, at times there needs to be love, patience, grace. Um, you need to again be a servant leader yeah you know don't ask anybody to do something that you wouldn't do uh, I was doing a video the other day for work some upper rec players some players were really good some weren't so good and a kid was fussing at another kid to be in the right place doing five man motion like fifth graders mm-hmm. and I pulled him to the side and I said it's okay if you talk to such and such that way he knows what to do but this kid didn't mm-hmm. and he was like that's my little brother so it kind of threw me off. <laughs> but I was like, but still, you right? Know, you yeah, gotta, you know. But he understood what I was saying. Yeah, like you, I said you encourage him mm-hmm. because he he just can't. Like yeah. he just doesn't know. Yeah. So so that you know, paying attention to detail, not skipping the small details in the process. Yep. Um, leadership development, really being intentional with that. Like mm-hmm. right? not just saying be a leader, but um, actually showing. Yeah. Showing them and explaining that to them. Those would probably be the top two things. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, even with that leadership development that you just mentioned, especially, I think a lot of times I hear people will say like, oh, I'm a lead by example. And their version of lead by example is I'm going to take care of myself and hopefully y'all just pay attention to what I'm doing. I'm not going to actually engage with people. You know what I'm saying? And I think you you could do a disservice if your leading by example doesn't also come with that servant leadership that posture. Servant. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure, because I'm just going to worry about me and hopefully they see me. Mm-hmm. And when you're involved with 40 other people, because we got 30 players and yeah. 10 coaches, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll add this for the third one. It's kind of third and fourth. Mm-hmm. Team bonding is so important in today with today's kid because there's so much cell phone, one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the kids. Oh, the first thing they do is pick up their phones. Us adults do it, too. We sure do. <laughs> so I try not to mm-hmm. harp on that so much. But doing team bonding and team building activities. Yeah. It's, you know, especially on the court. 
like at practice, mm-hmm. I think are important, and as well as off, but on the court especially because that's where you get in the heat of a battle. Sometimes you gotta communicate, you gotta encourage, you gotta cheer for one another when you're not in the game. Be a good teammate. Again, we also talk about being a good teammate. What's that mean? Right. You know. So I would say the team bonding, and then just as a leader, as a coach, having candid conversations. You know, like, and set the expectations from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Not to be a micromanager, but say, these are the expectations. And then if somebody's not living up to that player, coach, whomever, say, hey, this is what we talked about. Mm -hmm. You're not doing this, but you are doing this, you know, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So those would be four things, um, you know, paying attention to detail really digging deeper into leadership development, mm-hmm. showing kids what that means, showing coaches what that means, uh, helping navigate them through that. Uh, team building, mm-hmm. being a good teammate. And the fourth one is just having candid conversations and setting clear expectations. Right. So, yeah. So. Well, like I said, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate all the insight. Obviously, you know, I know that there's probably more that we could have talked about. Oh, we you know, can we talk could, for days, you know, weeks, <laughs> stories for days that we we could have brought up and things like that. But don't worry, I'll uh, we'll I'll come back. We'll do this again. Yeah, absolutely. Come no, back. no rush. No rush at all. So, um, last things. Um, what are you reading? What are you watching? Anything like that? What's been kind of inspiring you lately? Uh, I've been really on this fight. I talked to you about this before when you were getting married or just got married. I can't remember. But I'm really on this financial literacy kick right now. Mm-hmm. Just learning more about finances. and um, I've never been money driven. I'm still not. I think I'm intrigued by wealth. Mm-hmm. and like Because I believe money allows you to do things, help yeah. people especially. And, um, and if um, one day have children can leave it mm-hmm. for them but really been reading a lot on financial literacy and wealth rich dad poor dad mm-hmm. dr boyce watkins he does some some stuff that i like listening to mm-hmm. um day ramsey yeah day ramsey's big um podcast something you put me on and we're doing it at upper right now we just did a, a training um Story brand, Don yeah, Miller. Yeah, yeah, so, I love know, it. I always tell everybody you were the first to Let's really go. put me on that. Let's so then listening to his podcast, guys at work really like that. Yeah, um, it just makes sense, you know. Like it, it's it's a framework, it's a structure, and it's, it's within everything we've pretty much ever known as far as story, as far as marketing, just different things like that. And it gives you a framework to be able to share with other people. So, I mean, if you just take that approach in your everyday life, yeah, like just to treat people that way, they're the like, hero, they're the hero. That's so huge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's one thing that we incorporated in our stars program mm-hmm. is just like, hey, remember the kids are the heroes, not yeah. us, yeah, not upward stars, the players, their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, another way I try to lead to mm-hmm. remember that. Um, self godling his, his stuff, um, he's really good. Uh, meeting three, hey, listening to that. Yeah, so, yeah. I appreciate three. the support. Appreciate uh, it. On the basketball standpoint, there's one called Summer Basketball mm-hmm. Podcast. Is really good. Marlon Lowe out of Houston. Okay, he does a really good with that. Really good job with that. Uh, just try to stay in the word. Yeah, you know. I'm, 
I'm a big New Testament guy, really. Mm-hmm. Book of James and then Old Testament I'm Proverbs. Mm-hmm. So just those are things, you know, but like right now I've just been reading about money. Yeah. Money. Some leadership stuff. You know, one of my good friends, Will Wade, he's a big reader. Yeah. We send each other books and stuff, so he'll send me some stuff to read. Hey, you might want to get this book. Um he's hey, so. by all means if you want to slide a few of those uh suggestions over, I'm I'm obviously into reading as well. I literally just picked up this book right here. Literally got it out of my mailbox right before I came here. Um, I've read a lot of his blogs, and for the life of me, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, but Serena Vas Rao. <laughs> That's what we'll go with. <laughs> Serena Vas Rao. Serena Vas Rao. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but he he's got a lot of stuff on creativity and things like an that. an audience of one. Serena Vas Wow. <laughs> you know, what's going to be funny is we're going to eventually have, like, if I eventually could have him on the podcast and then I could play this back for him, like, yeah, that's yeah, probably not how you're doing it for now. Hey, we'll go with yeah. it. It works. But yeah, no, nah, along the same lines, like, uh, you know, I've been checking out a lot of his stuff. Seth Godin is uh, incredible. Um, Tribes is an incredible book. I don't know if you've had a chance to get that I one haven't, yet. I haven't. Tribes is a good one. Um, I've passed tribes along i actually passed tribes along to one of my mentors that's how good it was i was like this is good you need to read this <laughs> um but it's yeah um but that's cool though that's really cool to hear like all the different influences and things like that that's inspiring you but like i said i really appreciate your time and uh you already know we're gonna do this again so oh yeah we'll, we'll, i can't wait to come back you know i i have a request okay go right ahead i need you to get two people on here okay yeah by all means, who you got? Bernard Bowman. Okay. That should be easy. Yep. I think I, think I can make that one happen. <laughs> Dabo Sweeney. Okay. Because I think Dabo is, I think, mm-hmm. from what I can see, is a good leader. And Absolutely. he's selfless. The yeah. way he conducts business, so to speak, and runs that corporation, you know, mm-hmm. the clips in football. Yeah. Even though it's business, it seems like it's a family atmosphere, and he does a great job of not making it about Dabo, mm-hmm. you know. And so, yeah, well, if we can make it happen, I just I, I like yeah. to hear from him, not just like at a booster club thing. And I'm not, yeah. you know, I'm not, I don't right. really have a favorite team like yeah. that, so I wouldn't be in any of those anyway. But just mm-hmm. opportunity to hear from him because selfishly, I could learn something. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I definitely see what I can do, and definitely can learn something from Coach Bowman. That's yeah, always that's, that's uh, always learning. I, I'm constantly learning. Yeah. So, but so, yeah, one of the best. So, but yeah, like I said, we'll we'll do this again. Appreciate your time this time around. Take care. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That'll wrap it up for another episode of the Meeting Three Leadership Podcast. Hopefully, you got a lot of value out of what Kurt had to share. Um, I know he. He touched on a lot of things that, you know, like he said, things that he's experienced and things that have been passed on to him. But, you know, he, like I said, we're we're definitely going to talk more. And I talk, I I actually talked to him uh, once we had shut down the episode and once we got done. And I realized that because we got going so well, I actually forgot to mention one kind of pivotal question that I was going to ask him. So that's kind of a teaser for the next time uh, we get a chance to get together. But hopefully you got some real good value from it. He had a lot to share about leadership and just what it means to care about other people and how to use your influence and leverage that um, to 
for a cause that's bigger than yourself. Um, I think Kurt usually does a good job of championing the championing those efforts, um, and I'm I'm very much influenced by him as well. Um, but by all means, uh, if you have any notes, anything that you know stuck out to you, please reach out to me. I always appreciate feedback. I always appreciate people saying that they're listening to the podcast, um, that they share the podcast, and yada yada. Um, I, I know that there's a lot of people that are getting things from it. So I pray that um, this has been a blessing to you and that you will take it and go be a blessing to someone else. Um, I think that's the goal that I have with this podcast is not that you would just take the time and listen to, you know, some really cool speakers and some really cool stories and really cool insight, but that you would take it and apply it and use it in your own life and in connecting and serving other people. Um, so with that being said, I pray that you enjoyed it. And until next time, God bless.